Oh, my God. Thank God somebody called. Yeah. I wonder how long it would have been before I realized. We I just started. Like my outfit. We just started doing the show, and I forgot to hit record. Yes, your outfit is an homage. An homage to Jenna. I'm so sorry. I made so many people so upset by my comments that I was um, not feeling myself yesterday. I was sick. I had a huge thyroid. I was medicated. Um, I was tired. That's no excuse. Uh, I'm sorry for those that I offended. Uh, I thought I was being polite and nice, but I guess it didn't come out that way. Kelly was not herself for the last three days and was a trooper to, to do the show last night, even though you were feeling People, awful. And I didn't read any of your comments. I read maybe at 6 o'clock in the morning, like, first 10 and then I just put it down because it was just like... Uh, there were more comments than there I've I ever seen. I never read... I, ne I didn't read them, so... Sorry, guys. I read a couple. Um, one said that I was uneducated and um, that I was uneducated because she went to Parsons. Okay, I, the last... Okay, I'm sorry. You know, she's done very well for her. I never said anything that she was a successful Can I, can I just awesome. say, in Kelly's defense, she was in a lot of pain and she wasn't really herself. So... Everything was um, exaggerated. Uh, she was in a bad mood. And so you you were harsher well. than you normally would have been, I well, think. I think I meant it to be like, I thought I was being kind in saying that I thought that with the glasses and everything, I didn't realize that she had, I'm sorry, didn't I didn't realize that she had a condition. Well, someone wrote and said she has incontinence. Tenentia pigmenti, which affects skin, teeth, and hair. And she was quoted as saying, I have bald spots, scarred, and hyperpigmented skin, especially behind my knees horrible. and under my arms. Okay, I almost feel no like eyebrows or eyelashes, maybe worst of all, are my teeth. Kelly didn't mean to, she didn't know anything about her disabilities or her health problems. All she knew was she didn't like the fact that she was wearing all these long shirts and that she wait, looked wait, like wait, Marilyn like, Manson. And, and like this, no, it's the glasses. Yeah. It, it looked like that. Like, I, I mean, listen. But Kelly was trying to poke I, fun, I, I, too. I thought it was like trying to poke fun. When you go on these shows, you're set up for ridicule. I am every single day. Someone rips me apart, whether, whether it's my eyebrows or something. There's always something that I'm getting ripped apart about, okay? So yeah. I set myself up for that. It's fine, okay? I can handle yeah. it. When you go into being on television, you're setting yourself up for scrutiny. I... I my, you know what? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I didn't find her to be that attractive, but I felt like her, her, um, the way she carried herself and the way she had the confidence made yeah. her attractive. Right. That was my whole point is somebody cannot be that attractive physically, but the way they carry themselves and the way they act and their confidence makes them attractive. And again, Isn't that, you know, is that mean? You put yourself on TV. TV is an appearance-based medium. So, and, and on a show like like the reality, uh, the, the Housewives, it's very hyper-focused on what they're wearing, the jewelry, the hair, the makeup, everything. That's, that's what. That's, that's what that. That's point. what that is. That's the point. <laughs> it's not just the relationships. It's who these women are and what they look like and how they present themselves. And that's part of being on these shows. Is I, it not? I guess I offended somebody by saying that all she wears is like poles and jeans and button downs or something. Yeah. You told me that, and I was like, she was commenting on somebody. She's the fashion guru. You can't wear two labels at the same time. I agree, but yeah. she's giving other people pointers too. Right. 
It's just. So, listen, I don't. Sorry, I don't I think offended should, anyone. See, okay, there's your apology. So I, I, I didn't mean it like for bad, but it came out bad, and yeah. I was in a bad mood. So please, guys, give me, give me a break here. Yeah, please. I mean, listen, Kelly, Kelly has always been very honest about her opinions and feelings about things, and I know so many of you appreciate her honesty because she doesn't hold back. She doesn't have a filter. She's going to speak her mind, and that's what makes you so attractive. But sometimes it pisses people off. Well, it's better than being pissed on. Exactly. Uh, I'm also now sick. Rick is sick now. <laughs> <laughs> we both got IVs today to try and improve our health. And you are, your eye looks way better and you're feeling a lot better. I feel right so much better. The IV helped me. It was a cold and flu IV. I got a skin, hair, and whatever IV. Your skin and hair looks good. I don't know. Got but I'm glad you're feeling better. Yes. And um, I also want to welcome Ilya Wine uh, to our table. Ilya Wine sponsors the Daily Smash. It's a fantastic Spanish wine. They have several varieties, highly rated, very appreciated by the Leventhal household. And you can get yours at 20% off using the discount code Rick and Kelly 20 at Ilya.com. I have not had a drink. I have had an IV. I am under the weather. So apologies for my... I like when uh, people go, have Rick just do it alone without you being sick. <laughs> no. I agree. I'm with you. She's like, do it by yourself. I'm like, no, this I is felt, our I show. Was, I, w I felt, well, you know what? When I was sick like that, I was under the weather. Give me a break, okay? I'm sorry if I offended you. Um, if you I know what? You'll offend Jenna, somebody else tomorrow. Um, I'm, 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 you know what? Get in line because... You know how I am. I bend somebody <laughs> sometimes well, every be day. Because Kelly had this eye condition, the sty in the eye, she asked me to fill in for her on our Cooking with Kelly segment this week, which will be on our Patreon, Rick and Kelly Show, at patreon.com. I'm going to show you a little tease of the shakashuka we made in um, honor of the New York Housewives episode, where they never actually made the shakashuka. I've never made it before, but Kelly helped me off camera. And I was the talent for this particular. <laughs> you did good. You did well. Thank you. Yes. We're heating olive oil in a large pan. And is that okay, honey? Is that too much? Is that enough? I think that's good. Okay. So now I add the garlic and spices and cook for another minute. That's Mediterranean right there. Here comes your tomatoes. There you go. There's one. There's two. So the, the, the it was tasty, actually. It was really good. Very good. I ate mine. I ate mine too. I ate Heartily. two eggs, and I never eat two eggs, but I ate the two eggs. I ate it. It was scrumptious. Thank you for walking me through it. You know what I think would be better if we added to it? What? Some feta cheese. Yeah. I think some feta cheese would in you that, put Mediterranean, that Mediterranean dish. Would you put that in with the tomatoes in the mm -hmm. pan? I think. Yeah. Well, adding the, the avocado to the rye bread, I thought was an excellent... It was sourdough. Oh, sourdough. It looks like rye bread. It does, but I don't like rye bread. I like sourdough. Well, I like that sourdough a lot. If you're going to eat bread, sourdough is the best for you. I grew up with rye bread. I'm a big fan of rye bread. But I, like, I also like sourdough, and that was terrific. Putting it, the avocado on there and then putting the, the egg. Did you grow mix. up with challah? Yeah. You know what's great? Challah bread French toast. If you haven't tried that, you're missing out.
Challah bread's delicious. It really is. It's soft mm. and like it just shreds almost when you almost like chicken. Like when you pull it apart, it just kind of. You know, shreds. I'll make you some um, matzo ball soup. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Yeah. After we go, we're going to a barbecue. That's, that's some Jewish penicillin right there. Um, we told you about our live show coming up uh, in uh, in Michigan, just outside of Detroit, in two months. It's October thirteenth. And uh, George Steger III is one of our patrons, um, one of our VIP patrons, is helping to, really, he's the, he's, he's the main guy behind putting this whole show together. And I just want to give a shout out to G3, as we call him. Thank you so much for the hard work you've put in on putting this show together. We're really excited about it. And tickets are available, and people were complaining because they tried to click on a link on my Instagram, there is no link on Instagram. I couldn't do it. I could put it in the in the bio, but I didn't. But if you just put in the search bar, rickandkellydetroit.com, it'll pop up. And there's a website that he built, and you can buy your tickets there. But here is a press release. Can I read this? Yes, read it. For immediate release, Real Housewives star Kelly Dodd and Fox News host Rick Leventhal joined forces for a spectacular event in Michigan. On Friday, October 13th, 2023. Is there any significance to it being on Friday the 13th? No. Nope. We're not superstitious. Birmingham, Michigan. Brace yourselves for an electrifying evening as two influential personalities from the worlds of reality TV and news media, Kelly Dodd and Rick Leventhal, unite for an unforgettable show in Michigan, October 13th, 2023. Kelly Dodd, the vibrant and unapologetic star of Bravo's hit show, The Real Housewives of Orange County, is teaming up with seasoned Fox News anchor Rick Leventhal, her husband, for an exclusive occasion that promises to captivate audiences far and wide. Well, the audience will be in that one venue. Mm -hmm. I think 200 seats. The duo will bring their distinct personalities, charm, and expertise to the stage for an evening of entertainment, insightful discussions, and unfiltered fun. We're going to make some videos, mm -hmm. some videos together. The Rick and Kelly Show Live from Detroit will be a unique fusion of Kelly's unfiltered reality TV charisma and Rick's unwavering journalistic prowess. You like that line. I didn't write it. Attendees can expect laughter, intrigue, and candid conversations about the world of entertainment, politics, and everything in between. The Rick and Kelly Show Live from Detroit is set to take place at the Daxton Hotel in Birmingham, Michigan, where fans, media enthusiasts, and curious minds will gather to witness this one-of-a-kind show. From their iconic catchphrases to hard-hitting news reporting, Kelly and Rick will leave no stone unturned during this exciting evening. The event will also feature a Q&A session, giving attendees the chance to interact with a dynamic duo and gain insight into their careers and personal journeys. Additional, additionally, a special meet-and-greet opportunity will be available for select ticket holders, allowing fans to get up close and personal with Kelly and Rick. So, there it is. Birmingham, Michigan. You can fly right into Detroit. Sponsorships are limited and expected to sell out fast. We already have some sponsors for the show. Oh, thank which you. Which is exciting. So, I have a group. I have a group on Instagram. Yes. Mostly my patrons. Yes. And everyone thought that the smash yesterday was... Great. Oh, they did? Oh, yeah. They thought it was hilarious. They thought it was funny. Yes. And Valerie said, I love the smash. Oh, my God. These people, it's the same comment over and over. Same wordage, too. Oh. Um, and then, so the smash was funny. Karen thought it was funny. Zani thought it was funny. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, all my people thought it was funny. I'm sorry I, 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 if I made you 
upset um, over this. It wasn't my content. And it says, I wonder, oh, and that says, at Kelly Dodd, I wonder what these negative Nellies have to say about Joe Biden on vacation. He was asked the death toll of the situation in Hawaii, and his response was no comment. Right. The president of the United States, no comment while sending billions to Ukraine. They yeah, get mad at me? You guys get <laughs> mad at me over there? Uh-huh. Because I was exhausted and I was like medicated and I, uh, and he was talking and I was, you're getting mad at me? When you're you, president you, 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 of the United States. You should States, be mad at your president. It's a full-time job and I'm sorry, but if you have the, the deadliest wildfire in a century and a devastated island in Hawaii, one of our 50 states, and you're sitting on a beach in Delaware, and when the press asks you about Hawaii, you say no comment. Uh, that's not very presidential. And I know. And he's going to go spend. And he's going to go spend a week in. Uh, he's going to go spend a week in uh, in Tahoe. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh yeah, it's 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 right there. He's going to go spend a week in Tahoe. <sighs> Listen, everyone you, needs you, a vacation. You don't need to, you don't need to put, you focus your energy and getting angry at me. I'll say one. Get me angry at somebody who's running the country. I'm not running the country. I just state my opinions. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not running. running I'm not running the country. Maybe not, you should be running. You, the country. you shouldn't be focusing <laughs> your your insecurities onto me. Maybe I'm people sorry. were angry about Biden and just took it out on you. <laughs> I guess they were like, yeah, I I, I guess. Uh, it's it's a real dire situation over there, and. I think if I were president, I would get my butt on a plane. Right, because he has one. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have a private plane. Well, you know... With, it's not hard to travel when you go on a private plane, just FYI. Air Force One is uh, a remarkable piece of equipment. And he has all the resources, obviously, of the United States uh, at his disposal. What I've been hearing today on social media is that people... That's what been, leaders do. People have been trying to bring in relief supplies and being turned they're being turned away. And a lot of these residents in the this devastated area have started allegedly started looting and creating armed and uh, carrying out armed robberies because they're desperate. They don't have food or water or medical supplies or clothes and they're just desperate and they and people are driving in or boating in, boating in with supplies and then putting them on trucks and trying to drive to the and they're, the the authorities are like nope sorry only residents come in or and even some residents can't come in and it's just a, it's a, it's a really bad situation right now and presidents are often judged on their disaster relief uh, their disaster relief efforts their response to disasters is what I'm trying to say I am sick but, uh, but am when, sick. when you're when you're slow on the on the response when you don't, like George Bush uh, George W Bush was was eviscerated for his response to Hurricane Katrina because it took a few days longer than people thought it should to get the supplies in there. Well, I hope the press is going to be just as tough on Biden if the people who need help in Hawaii aren't getting it. Right. I mean, come on, let's be fair about this. And, and let's be fair to the people, more importantly, of Hawaii, of Maui, who are suffering and need help. Let's get them the help they need. Exactly. The guy sitting on the beach, make a phone call if you can't go yourself. And talk to the press when they ask you questions about it. Let the press know so the people of Hawaii can feel comfort that the president is on. No comment? How about we're doing everything we can to help? We're, we're making this a priority. We're going to get the supplies to where they're needed as soon as possible. Something along those lines. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. What are you laughing at? Because everyone's saying, like, uh, everyone has a, gets a, a grumpy day. Everyone's had a grumpy day. Oh, yeah. Everyone has. Yeah. And, You're entitled. Uh, 
I, I do feel bad for someone who has a condition. I have a condition, and yet a lot of you make fun of my condition, um, which I can totally handle. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't mean it. I meant, I meant like, I, I, I just think for me, and I'm, I'm, I'm being redundant here, um, and I'm reiterating again. Yeah. When I always try to tell my daughter. If you come out and you show confidence and you have this, which I think that lady does. Swagger. Swagger. You know, she's up there with the, the, the thing and she's acting like she's all hot and yeah. everything. It is, there's something to be said about that. I well, think it's more attractive. I believe I possess that. And it makes you look. <laughs> Not to make it about me, but I'm pretty sure one of the reasons I was able to land this fine lady uh, is because I have confidence. I do have swagger. You do. <laughs> you do. And I and I can handle. You're, you're sexy. Oh yeah. You are. Thanks. You're hot. You have a hot body. I have to say. Well, the so lady, do you. The lady that was giving administrating uh, Rick's uh, IV today said, "Wow, you look good for 63." <laughs> He's not on any blood thinners. Nothing. No. No. Very proud of you. Thank you, honey. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm, you've made me younger and fitter. Enough about me. Let's talk about you. So what, what do you think, think about me? me? <laughs> Enough about me. Let's I didn't talk mean about to make you. It. So what I do you think about me? I didn't mean to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, of course. I like talking about me. No. Um, <laughs> you do deserve a day off. You do deserve a day to be crabby or irritable you're in pain i you, thought i mean a lot of my fans i mean my people in my group thought it was funny yeah um i understand it may have came across as insensitive or i mean not being educated i i i when you say i'm not being educated i don't because i thought parson school yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize it was MIT or Harvard. <laughs> I, I'm but I, sorry. So one of the comments was something like, "Cue the apology." Like, wait. So now she can't even say she's sorry. You're not going to accept her apology. What? She's not allowed to put her. You know, to say something she didn't mean to say, or to, or to be misconstrued, and then she can't apologize for it. You want to? You know, that's not you okay either. You don't have either. to watch, lady. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to. You know, we I'm all not say things that you. we all say things we don't mean, or that we would later regret, or that we're taken in the wrong way we say it happens to all of us and when you're sitting here doing 25 20 to 30 minute shows basically unedited every day i guarantee you if you're doing it you're gonna say things that you later regret or that came out wrong or that people get mad about let's see you put out a 20 to 30 minute show every day without edits mm -hmm. and not piss people off Jeff Let's Lewis gets it all the time. Go ahead, all you people who criticize Kelly <laughs> and or me. Let's see you do it. Yeah. Let's see and let's see if you can get fifteen to thirty thousand people watching every single day, and then see how you handle the criticism when people don't like what you say. You know what? You don't bother me. I'm just I don't want to come across like is insensitive or things that that are wrong so i can say i'm wrong i can say i'm sorry yes um so i just hope some of you um can realize that and uh and be empathetic and 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 take my apology i want to say thank you to the vast vast majority of you folks who um appreciate our content and support us both and are here for us every day and some of you who on occasion don't agree with what we say but are still here because you appreciate us and appreciate the shows that we do for you every day. So thank you guys. Thank you. 
for sticking with us. Thank you for being here. We're not going anywhere. We're going to expand our universe, but we're not going to shrink our universe. Right. And for those, any of you haters who are like, oh, they'll be gone in what, three or six months. Guess what? We're not going anywhere. So you can watch us and enjoy. We're just growing. We're growing. We're, We're growing. expanding. We are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And better. Whether you like it or not. But we do take constructive criticism. We do. And, and I, I can I can say I'm wrong. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Well, I okay. think we put that to bed. And I would like to do in the news now. In the news. Remember the blind side? About the, the heartwarming, inspirational movie about the football player who I in high have, school. I just now saw that movie and Ten Asia's Yacht. We were, I love that I was movie. in uh, Saint, we were in Saint Bart's on their on their mega yacht. Yeah, and I watched that movie for the very first time. I thought it, it was, was terrific. Right, I thought it was terrific. I yeah. thought it was heartwarming. I thought it was a good message. I thought it was like these people are unbelievable. Inspirational. It was, it was awesome. I thought it was a great, great movie. It was all a lie, according to Michael Orr. The ex-NFLer and subject of the movie The Blind Side claims Sean and Leanne Tui never officially adopted him, but instead tricked him into signing away the legal authority to use his name in business deals after he turned 18. He filed a 14-page petition in Shelby County, Tennessee probate court claiming the Tuies used their conservatorship to make themselves and their birth children millions of dollars in royalties from the 2009 Warner Brothers movie starring Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw. The lie of Michael's adoption is one upon which co-conservators Leanne Tui and Sean have enriched themselves at the expense of their word, ward, the undersigned Michael Orr, the legal filing says. Michael Orr discovered this lie to his chagrin and embarrassment in February of this year when he learned that the conservatorship to which he consented on the basis that doing so would make him a member of the Tui family in fact provided him no familial relationship with the Tuies. According to the suit, they used this kid, sold his story, enriched themselves, and didn't share any of the profits with him. There's a claim that he signed away any rights to the profits um, when he was playing professional football, but he says he doesn't remember, he doesn't know what he was signing, and basically they tricked him into signing a document that gave him, that waived any right to any of the money. And now he's like, he, he thought they adopted him, he says... But instead, they crafted it in such a way that they could profit off of him, and he had no... Recourse. Yeah. Wow. Do you believe him? I do. Uh -huh. um, I don't know if they had that kind of evil intent. I, they, there's no way they could have known that they were going to profit. Were these people wealthy to they, begin with? According to the film, and I don't know a whole lot about it, according to, I think he owned one or more car dealerships. They, they portrayed them as a wealthy family. Right. Who took him in because he used to sleep over at their house all the time. He was friends with, with their, uh, one of their kids, and they felt sorry for him. I mean, he was like... He was homeless. He had a, a drug addict for a mom. He was one of 12 kids and basically homeless. And so they took him in. And, and I don't know that they had any kind of intent when they... Maybe someone gave them advice to do it the way they did it for other reasons, other legal reasons. But in any event, they did eventually, according to the suit, make a lot of money off of it, millions of dollars, and continue to, and according to the suit, are not That lady him looks like it. Kate plus eight. Oh, wait, am I going to offend somebody? <laughs> oh, wait, am I going to offend somebody? So I just, get a, I just got a, uh, I just got a, um, from our smasher. Yeah. I just got a text message right now. I want uh -huh. you to read it out loud. All right. This is what she said. 
I was listening to the smash while getting ready this morning and I was laughing so much. I thought it was funny and great. People act like they only have positive opinions about everyone. Don't forget for every offended one, there's one million people laughing. The offended ones are just the noisiest ones. <laughs> and I told Kelly something very similar earlier today, did I not? Exactly. I was like, Rick just said that <laughs> I was like, earlier today. You know, there Rick are, said that to me. We got out of the IV just like I that. I did. I said, you know, there are people who are going to be upset, but there are far more people who I guarantee you were laughing out loud, thought it was hilarious. And they're not... You know what? When I read these comments from people that are the negative ones, yeah. they're hypocrites. They're the ones who are over here saying the same thing that I'm saying. Right, but they're like, not saying <laughs> it on camera in front of tens of thousands of people. Exactly. So they can come after you with no repercussions because nobody knows what they just said about somebody else to their friend or, or down the street or you know in a conversation at dinner last night. Really? You're not... Go ahead, throw those stones. Yeah, Go exactly. ahead. Exactly. <laughs> it's hilarious. But I, you know what? I'm, we can be sensitive to the the core issues here, and we I are. Think, sensitive. I think sensi I mean, I'm sensitive to people that have uh, something that they can't help. Okay, that's I I, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all, and uh, I'm sorry for that. You yeah. know, I didn't realize that she had a condition. I'm sorry. Well, you I also think. complimented her bravado. Her uh, attitude, her confidence. Yeah. You complimented her, and obviously this woman has uh, enjoyed a lot of success. She's doing very well, and you also very doing very well. You also said really nice things about the show itself. You really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, and, I, I liked I liked her her house, and so we, I liked her closet. I thought it was spectacular. Yeah, I thought it was it refreshing. I thought it was a reboot. I liked it. I liked the whole dynamics of all the characters. I didn't think I was being that negative. You weren't. You weren't. But you. But you were in. Oh, you, overall, you were in pain. Yeah. And so you it weren't yourself. I people, wasn't. People probably weren't used to you having that like just short, um, upset attitude. I think everybody has felt that way. But you were funny too. <laughs> you were funny too. Quick story though. We were sitting on the couch yesterday, getting ready to do the show, and and um, we only watched three of the four episodes up to that point on Sunday. And, and you guys. I barely even, I barely know, remember their names, let alone yeah. remembering she had some kind of disorder. But Kelly was making fun of me. I, mean, I, I saw her like, say she has some kind of skin thing, but I didn't know it was like. We didn't know. I didn't know. But she was making fun of me because I was like, are we going to watch the, the fourth one? Do you want to watch the fourth one? Are we going to watch the, the fourth episode? Do you want to watch that? He's like, wow, you really want to watch that show? Yeah. I was like, no, I, I actually, I was just thought you maybe you wanted to watch it. And I was like, I kind of. Actually, I kind of liked it. So um, I was going to... Uh, uh, Elizabeth Vargas just bought a 11 Wait, we're not supposed to talk about I that. I can say she was at home. Okay. But I'm not gonna, I don't have to say where. Okay. She just doesn't want people to know where. So um, I wish that Elizabeth Vargas would have gotten another shot yeah. at this. I mean, this house that she bought, the house that she has in the desert is spick. Oh, she has she has the uh, the venues that are that are perfect for TV. Oh my gosh! We kind of do too. We have some pretty cool venues too, but not in the same not at the same level. Like hers are like. There's 10, always square always feet. levels, okay? Yeah. There's always levels. Everyone has levels. Like we we have our levels. There's people lesser than us that have their levels, or people higher than us that have our levels. There's there's different levels of wealth. Speaking of levels. Before we go, one last thing. Uh, we had a, a, a cancellation for April 
Epic of all party town. April is it's the... probably because of what I said. But you know what? I love April. I want it for myself. I right. don't even want to rent it. It's a win-win April... if we don't get a tenant. Thank God. Because we can use it ourselves. April is the best month to be Ooh. in the desert. It is uh, prime time. You got Coachella and Stagecoach and Polo, right? April. Tennis is maybe a uh, 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 Elizabeth Vargas rents her thing out for like a hundred grand for that week. For like, a weekend. For a weekend. Uh, like, like it is so unbelievable. Picklepartyhouse.com. We're going to consolidate all our websites soon. But for now, it's picklepartyhouse.com. It's on Airbnb and VRBO. I don't want to rent it for April. I want it for April. It's a 28-day minimum rental. If we get someone to rent for that price, perhaps, if they're a smasher, we give you a discount. You let us come stay with you one weekend. <laughs> See how no? he is? <laughs> just one more year. And then we're just making our money back on, on all those that money we put into the house. Um, we appreciate you guys supporting us here uh, on this program. And uh, we look forward to your comments. And we'll have much more on that tomorrow. Yes. Thank you, guys. Bye. Take care.